The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome, everyone, to Happy Hour. <clears throat> and thank you very much, Neil, for being here and for posting the link to the Google group and the guidelines for our breakout groups. Happy to be back with all of you. So Kodo was sharing <clears throat> earlier this week about the beauty that metta brings to one's inner being. This quality that can radiate from <clears throat> excuse me, from the inner state of mind and heart to the outer state of how we show up for other people and ourselves, this state of care and kindness. And another inner capacity that I find beautiful in us as human beings is our innate tendency towards healing. I, I believe there is some motion in us towards healing of body, heart, and mind. So we have an initial um, kind of gift for that. We also have this deeper way of knowing something for ourselves that goes beyond what we merely think. So maybe you noticed this as a child, and you noticed what was right or wrong. You noticed uh, when something felt good to you, uh, when a person felt trustworthy or did not. And certainly you can notice that as an adult. And the sense of what's right or wrong for us, what's healthy or unhealthy, provides us with guidance over time in our lives. So, of course, we try various approaches to being happy. And um, after a while, if an approach is off or in some way not healthy for us, or maybe it changes and it becomes not so wholesome for us anymore, we become aware of it on some level. <clears throat> and often we start to consider, you know, we, we can maybe feel a little restless and one start to wonder why we feel off, or we may start to consider making changes. And, you know, you could reflect on how many times that's happened for you in your life. You've changed jobs, you've changed lots of things. In truth, because we and everything else in life is constantly changing, this capacity to become aware of the need uh, for change and to consciously make adjustments in our lives is a way that we stay closely connected with experience, with ourselves. It's a way we stay in sync or lined up with reality in our lives. So this is kind of in the same way that leap day actually keeps the calendar in sync with the seasons instead of running four minutes behind every day because of the uh, revolution around the sun while the planet's rotating. We need leap day to line it back up. So sometimes our habits and our minds in little daily increments tilt us away from states of inner beauty just a little bit at a time. 
So what I love about these practices of the Brahma Viharas is goodwill, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity is that they can help us feel that tilt when we're getting a little bit disconnected or a little bit out of sync or a lot out of sync, and they can help us renew the inner beauty. Um, inner beauty is actually a kind of birthright. It's it's available to us, and we can influence the outcome of things for ourselves uh, with this. So I'm quoting from a website about Montessori education for children that has this quote, recent evidence suggests that infants and children are not only empathetic, but they are even more so in situations in which they may be able to influence the outcome. That is to say, when infants and toddlers believe they can make it better, they are even more likely to behave in ways that seek to make it better. Not only are children naturally empathetic, this research suggests they are naturally kind. So we're born with this inner goodness. And we can see this gift if we spend time around infants and young children. It's stunning sometimes the empathy and the kindness that they can show for one another. Um, when we're doing metta practice or compassion practice or uh, appreciative joy or equanimity practice, how we feel is a gift that helps us notice when we're in connection or out of connection with the heartfelt qualities of these practices. So we can use this, you know, whether we're in connection or out of connection, we can use this to prompt ourselves to get curious about what has us thrown out of sync sometimes. And, you know, of course, at times we feel very out of sync. We may sit here and send wishes of goodwill to ourselves, and it just sounds foreign as we say it in our own minds. We don't feel it. Or we can be in a state where we don't recognize ourselves of being deserving of well-being, safety, happiness, ease. Or we send those wishes to someone else, and we don't feel like we we truly want that for the other person. So these are symptoms of being disconnected with our natural goodness, our natural inner beauty. And when we notice we're out of sync, we can get curious about what's happening. We can pay attention to that. We don't have to mask that over with this practice or skip it. We can actually breathe with it, feel it. So sometimes being a little out of sync with practice points to some way in which we've been ignoring our own needs or the needs of other people around us, or it may point to something we need to tell someone else about ourselves. Um, It may point to the thing that I presented last week, that there are times that there are people or situations we need to leave alone for our own well-being and the well-being of the other. So tonight's practice is dedicated to helping us notice if we're aligned with our own inner goodness, that beauty of heart, or we're a little bit or a lot out of sync with it, and dedicated to supporting us to be curious and come back into sync. So with that, uh, settling into meditation, And beginning with noticing how you are, 
right in this moment in body, heart, and mind. This could even include how you felt in coming to the session. How you're feeling about engaging in the practice, the meditation this evening. Noticing what might be the most supportive for you this evening. It might be sending wishes of kindness to yourself or to someone else. It might mean sending compassion. It might be Feeling appreciative joy. Cultivating a sense of balance around events in your life or in the world. And feeling free as different things surface for you in the meditation. Feeling free to send the types of wishes, either just a feeling in the heart or using phrases to send what is needed in this moment or whatever's coming into the heart. You can send your wishes to yourself or others of well-being Freedom from inner and outer harm. Happiness. Ease. And as you send these intentions, as you incline the mind and heart towards them, if anything is slightly out of connection, sending it wishes wishes for well-being, sending that very state of disconnection, freedom from inner and outer harm, Wishes for ease in the mind, ease in the body. Wishes for freedom from suffering, 
inclinations of joining any joy that bubbles up, any happiness, calm, radiating appreciation. Allowing the mind, heart, and body to go wherever they are going and simply receiving it with these qualities of balance, appreciation, compassion, goodwill. There is no right or wrong experience surfacing. It all deserves our kindness, our care. continuing to meet experience in the ways that resonate for you this evening.
as we come toward the end of the meditation, allowing yourself to appreciate the recognition of what was here, the healing that can happen through seeing it, feeling it, and the beautiful qualities of heart that we can extend towards those varying states of being. I appreciate the chat that someone sent me during the earlier comments. Uh, The person writes, I'm a preschool teacher. They are internally kind. They just need support with skills. When I give them those skills to more effectively communicate, you can see the relief in them. So that's a lot like our practice. When we see what's going on and we recognize it in acknowledgement, and acknowledge that we're building skills towards this beautiful quality of heart and we're building healing. And sometimes it's a relief to see whether what's showing up is already a beautiful quality of heart or is something that needs our compassion. So um, this evening in the breakout groups, a possibility would be to discuss when you know that you're connected with this quali- these qualities of heart, and when you know that you're disconnected, what helps bring you back into connection? And just exploring that with your peers. As always, we'll have about three or four participants in each room, and um, we share one, one short thing at a time and make the round of the circle multiple times. Um, and we do we sh- this do the sharing from speaking from our own hearts, our own experience, not commenting or offering advice to the other people on what they shared. Uh, and that's a form of respect and skill. And then when we uh, come back to the large group, we uh, share again from our own experience, and we don't um, break confidentiality by sharing what somebody else said with their name. So when we go to these rooms for 10 minutes, if for any reason you find yourself in a room 
on your own because somebody dropped out. Don't worry, I will find you and move you to a room with a group. So please enjoy the 10 minutes together. Welcome back, everyone. <clears throat> we now have, <clears throat> excuse me, about nine minutes to share any learnings, inspiration, comments, questions. And you can raise your hand. Thank you, Serena. Uh, thank you. I, I feel like I need to share this. I had somewhat of an opening uh, tonight in the uh, sharing circle. I have been experiencing a lot of fear and a lot of disbelief about some of the um, the things that I I've been reading in newspapers or certain magazines. You know, I I was at a doctor's office recently and I was reading this article from this magazine I'd never seen before, and I was really flabbergasted at the ideas that were being espoused there mm-hmm. um, and found them quite distorted, etc. But somebody mentioned something in the group that I thought was an opening into Meta. And, and that is what was shared was that the possibility that those people are doing their be- the best they can. Hmm. And, it, ne- it has never occurred to me to uh, to think that mm-hmm. when I feel like somebody's being so crazy or out of out of whack. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was a new. It was a possibility that wasn't there for me before. That I think could be an opening into loving kindness because I find it really difficult for me to do meta for people that I think are totally driving this country into not good things. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing, Serena, that this idea of that each person might be doing the best they can or are doing the best they can is an opening into this goodwill or at least some kindness, some understanding of why things seem so um, at odds sometimes with our experience. So thank you. And Diana, please. I'll just say share something that I did in the group that I wondered about. Sometimes, especially more often now, it seems as if the Brahma Viharas just come in and take over and do it by default. For example, Often it can be compassion. I don't have to say to myself, gee, I think I better feel compassion now. It's there Mm -hmm. and I don't need phrases. I just feel it and I may do some breathing with it or offer some, but it just arrives. And especially also with sometimes feeling warmth and just kindness towards some people I know or don't know. And I just had an example of someone I dislike. Uh, I'll, I'll put it bluntly. And I heard that this person got a major uh, promotion and improvement or something. And in, in jumps in joy. 
right within me, appreciative joy for this person. So hopefully you can explain this craziness or I'm being it's overtaken. I would never, oh. these things would seem to be multi. It, it just came. I just felt joy automatically. And uh, I have a conflicted relationship with this person. But uh-huh. it was felt so good just to feel that appreciation mm-hmm. or something. So this is, that's this is, yeah. my ship. Thank you so much, Diana. This is lovely. Yeah, the practice can come to these places where uh, we feel it physically or we feel it from the heart, mind, and we don't need to say phrases. Phrases are great at other times or in certain situations, and just the feeling alone is good. And also that these um, practices can result in our being actually a little surprised by the arising of any of these qualities. Like in a situation where we don't expect to feel appreciative joy, there it is. Or we don't expect to feel balanced. You know, something really terrible happens and we feel equanimous. And not that we don't care, we care, but there it is. So you're pointing to something that's a wonderful fruit of this practice that comes sometimes yeah. yeah what when that does happen, what i do do is i actually make a point of journaling some, these things and i remember or at night being grateful or something and writing it down because um it, it inst- sort of inserts it more and installs it and breathe with it and remember that's helped me quite a bit as well I just don't go around feeling this way all day long. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, sometimes it's just a flash of something or just a sudden rising. And I love that you write it down because there is evidence that if we land on some of these beautiful qualities in our nervous system, we allow them to flourish for, you know, I've heard the the comment three seconds, you know, at least appreciate something that's here. Um, or write it down, that it helps actually reinforce the appearance of that. It helps cultivate it. So, so many times we're so quick to, to flee, you know, to, to have a pleasant experience and then be off to the next problem that that cultivation that you're talking about is so helpful. So, thank you. I think what you're both saying is that you relax into that feeling and mm-hmm. be with it. And in, in relaxation, there is no grasping to keep it and hold it. Beautifully said. Yeah, sometimes it involves the feeling of just relaxing, letting go into it, releasing into it. And you're right, there's no need to hold on when we're in a relaxed state and we're not trying to grasp or cling to something. There's no need. And whether something arises for a microsecond or arises for, you know, a long period of time, we don't, you know, that's the result of cultivation causes conditions. We don't necessarily control all of that. So it's good to appreciate it when it's here. Thank you. Right. That's equanimity, yeah. Yeah. That you mentioned. Yeah. I think the lady is, is having her hand up. Maybe you didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, so I, I called on Diana. Oh, I'm sorry. Is there someone else I'm missing? Can you say what their name is? I'm sorry if I'm not seeing it. 
No, no, he was there, there earlier. If she's here, if she wants to, I don't know. If she doesn't, maybe okay. she has a question or something. Sorry. Thank you for keeping an eye out, Ali. No, 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 that's fine. No. While I'm here, though, I might as well say something, at least. If sure. That lady doesn't want to say anything. Uh, anyway, it just came to me that some kind of like uh, piggybacking on what Diana was talking about. The, 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 the practice kind of like does, does, does me, you know, does us. I mean, uh, I hate to admit, uh, I mean, when I sit down after, it's just, sometimes it's just as crazy as it ever was, the mind traveling, going and distraction. But then I'm not as as, as critical about it when it's it, what's happening. So the practice is kind of like doing its its work. It's, it, it does its thing. Uh, how it happens, I don't know, but it just kind of happens. Yeah. All of them come together. Just like when she was surprised with the joy and the mudita. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful to point that out, Ollie. Thank you. Because if we continue to show up and do this practice, there is a point at which those that cultivation that we've done and those causes and conditions we've put in place just start to unfold things for us. Hence the surprise of something showing up. And also that we're still human beings. We may still be going through all kinds of things arising. Um, and yet we're not as critical or we're a little bit more able to hold those things as well as part of our experience. So, so appreciate this sharing. Thanks, Ollie. And as always, our evening flies by. So if you'd like to unmute and say thank you and good night to each other, please do. Thank you all very much for your practice. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Good night.